everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Neighborhood Therapy. This is your host, Maya. And I know I have been saying for the past months that, sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I didn't update on time. Sorry. And I don't want to say that anymore. So apologies. Again, I had a lot going on. My life ain't that smooth. And a lot of shit is going on with me and actually this episode, this topic exactly, I have recorded it for at least twice now and somehow either the audio is crap, the second one I tr- second time I tried it, the audio just got deleted out of by accident and I didn't save it and I have to do it again, which is really bad because I have been talking about the same thing for now the third time but anyway it's all good it's all good because I'm like I'm really pushing myself to record I'm really pushing myself to find you know new stuff and new um like new topics because I'm like I want to say something that is relatable but at the same time, I don't want to be talking all the time about relationships because that's not really everything that is going on in my life. Pretty much, I am very bad at relationships, which brings us to the fact that I am single at the moment. And yeah, so I don't want my whole podcast to just be about relationships. So that's why. And also everything that has been going on in my life. Most of it was professional from like problems with work and stuff, but also part of it was why my relationship since I've been going through the whole breakup and everything. So yeah, today's episode is going to be about self-doubt. Why I picked that, why that I picked that topic exactly, like specifically because I am going through a phase in my life where my personal life and my professional life kind of suffer from the same thing which is self-doubt and I will elaborate I will explain so for me um, as I said I am single now me and my partner broke up and I mean nobody actually wants to break up with their partner especially like somebody that I don't know it's just like no I mean you you don't get with them in the first place thinking that you're gonna break up one day but it's sad when it happens. It was a decision or it was something that, anyway, it was meant to, to happen because of what was going on at the time. It was just not working. And yeah, so for me, when I go through a breakup, I'm mostly thinking about like, oh crap, how was I so sure I was so sure about this relationship I was so sure about this person and I was thinking like okay this is it this is the person this is the one this is the one that I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with this is the person that I am uh, like the love of my life and everything and then you end up breaking up or something end up happening that leads for the breakup and you'll be like How was I so sure about this person? How was my judgment so off? Because apparently you break up because something unexpected happened. Either your partner cheated, either your partner 
became abusive either your partner you caught him lying or whatever the reason it's mostly something that you didn't expect i mean if it was something normal if something that you've already seen and you were okay with then i don't think that will be a reason for you guys to break up but it's always the unexpected the always the shocking like oh i was so shocked that that was that that happened like that that you did that or it was something that you did or it was like one of your threats and I just didn't see it or it was you know it was it's always the unexpected it's always the shocking so it's for me when I break up usually my part like my exes they will think that I'm blaming them or whatever I mean yeah you that that blaming whatever ends with that conversation that I'm having with you explaining to you why we should break up but after that it's literally just me blaming myself for why putting myself in that situation in the first place. And self-doubt comes in when I start to doubt myself and be like, how can you make a judgment? How can you even start another relationship? How can you even um, be sure of your choice, of what you see, of what... Because it might just seem normal at the beginning, it might seem lovely at the beginning, as they all seemed... But it's going to end up exactly like this one. So I just become this unsure person, an unconfident person in my decisions. Because I'm like, maybe whoever I'm going to be picking next, or whoever am I going to be talking to next, or whoever I will decide to date next, is going to end up in that same situation as my previous relationships. Because, and I think also has to do with me being my like self-critic. And it just, I hate it because you really don't feel okay. You don't even, somehow, sometimes you don't even recognize yourself because you put a lot of that blame on yourself because you're like, it was you that led us to be here. It was your choices. It was you confidently saying, oh, this person is the one that led us to be here. This is in my personal life. When we're going to go to my professional life, for me, I am going through a period, I mean, I think I've mentioned before that I'm going, that I'm doing two jobs at the moment. And two jobs, believe me, it's not really an easy thing to do because, God, it is really hard. It's frustrating, it's exhausting, but I'm not going to be like all complaining and stuff because it has its benefits as well. At least, like, with the one that I have to travel and stuff. And then it's, like, double income and everything. But still, it's it's a lot of work. It's, it's when I, at the end of the month, I'm like, it's worth every penny that I'm getting, honestly. So there is that. So with this new job i'm in my third month and when i started this job they informed me that there is like three months probation period they're gonna see your performance and they're gonna get give you a feedback by the end of the month the, the third month to let you know are you fully in are you like okay officially a member of the team or they're gonna let you go and i just had an incident recently with the coordinator where I don't know, it's just like made me feel a certain way. And actually that coordinator, me and him do not really get... It's not like we don't get along. We do get along. It's just... 
he's a, it's like one of those people that you have in your company that you're just wondering how the hell did he like get the job how is he working how is he communicating with other people because that's literally the question that i ask myself every time i have to deal with him so i'm just like i'm just like in that in this predicament where i don't really know where i'm gonna be heading or if i'm gonna still get like still have that job or not and then self-doubt comes in from what from my past experiences and i don't know if any of my birds my friends know this already but i have been laid off before i've been laid off from my first job so for me i graduated 2019 and i was lucky enough to find a job right after and i started working october 2019 for almost a year and when my year almost ended well first of all it was corona okay the big COVID 19 and what it came with from lockdown to depression to breakdowns and everything especially for me and then so we were working from home during COVID, and then when we got back I started working in the office for a couple, I think for like a month or so. And then out of the blue, without further notice or nothing, my man my manager at the time, my yeah, I think so. My manager at the time, he came and was like, please I wanna have a talk with you, blah blah blah. Yes. Sorry, we have to let you go. And it was painful. The pain and the heartbreak that I felt that day may be worse than all the heartbreak that I felt throughout all my relationships. I just felt like, because at the end of the day, that's how I I, I identify, that's who I am. When they ask me people like, oh, what do you do? What, like, you know, that's, that's, that's my identity. Software engineer, computer engineer, it's actually my identity. And when you kind of lay, like when you've been laid off from that thing that define you, you'll be like, who am I? Or, and also you'll be like, am I really good at this? Is this really what I'm meant to do? Should I change careers? Should I, was choosing this in the first place was the wrong choice, even though that you love it, even though that you have fun doing it and everything. But when you actually start to, like when you get laid off, you're just like, what the hell am I doing? What am I going to do next? Especially getting laid off in a foreign car- like foreign country. Because you're not like laid off at home. Where you're just going to pack your shit. You're going to go to your home. Like your parents' home until you find something else. You don't have that comfort. I didn't have that comfort. Plus it was COVID. So I was like, how the hell am I going to find another job? That's one. Second of all, I'm like, how the hell am I going to survive until I find another job? Well, thankfully, the company has, they give, it's not like they, they lay you off. They, when they let me off, they didn't let me off. It was like, okay, well, this is it. Bye. With no money. Like, I think they pay some check or something when they let you off. But still, I'm like, this just not going to last me for long. Because I don't know when I'm going to get my next job. How the hell am I going to get, how the hell am I going to get a job during COVID-19 and everything that is going on? 
and also it is hard for me to find a job in this place because I don't speak its native language I only speak English so I was lucky enough that the first job my manager spoke English and they didn't mind the fact that there is a speaking English developer with them but how the hell am I gonna find another one and then all these questions that you ask yourself and you start to self-doubt and you start to to rethink your career, your future, what the hell are you going to do and stuff, there are two options. It's either you're going to actually sink in into that self-doubt and kind of drown and be like, oh shit, that's it for me, this is the end, I'm not worth it, I'm not good at this, why the hell am I even going to try to find an old job and everything, and you just give up. And you really start to self-doubt that you kind of go not go back, but like almost kind of give up and just be like, I'll just pack my stuff. Like, this is it. I, ha- I had a good run at this country and I'll go back to my home country <laughs> and then hopefully find something there. Or you're going to let that sound that like, okay, if they let me off, maybe it's not really me. And then actually it was not even me when I later knew that the company didn't even hire anybody facing because if it was about competence or the fact that I wasn't working well or whatever, they would have hired somebody else within a couple months. But till today, they didn't hire anybody, which means they were actually just cutting staff because of COVID and everything that was going on. So I used that self-doubt to actually go learn stuff online, to actually add stuff on my CV, work on my CV, make it more... Uh, appealing, more presentable, so I actually can attract (laughs) hiring people, and then, yeah, just hope and have faith that I'm actually going to work hard to find something, and I'm going to end up finding something, because I am actually worth it, with everything, like, the self-doubt, use it as actually, I use it as a motivation to keep looking, I'm not going to lie and be like, well, I didn't have moments where I was like, oh shit, maybe this is not going to work. Maybe I'm not going to find anything. Maybe I'm going to be here forever and then just not find a job and I have to go back to my home country to my parents with a disappointment, like, attitude and then just be ashamed for the rest of my life. I'm not going to lie. That scenario, that picture, I had it in my brain. I had it in my mind. But I was trying my best to think of the other possible scenario, which is me finding a job and me being good enough for another company to hire me and wants me to be working with them. And which actually happened. So within a month and a half, I was lucky enough to find another job. And then uh, it's still my job till today. That's my second job. Well, look, actually my first job and the new job is my second job. So when now I have this period where I'm not really good with my coordinator and then also, I'm not going to lie, the environment in this job is a bit toxic or the hierarchy and how they they manage their staff is pretty, it's without empathy, without any, I don't know, they treat you like, okay, you're here to work and they don't really care about the hell you're going through or if you are going through something, you know, it's very robotic, it's very... Is this done? Is this that? Is that? It's just like sometimes you really. Because, like, I'm really big on 
we are beyond just developers or whatever the hell you want us to do we are human at the end of the day so it's good to have a bit of empathy it's good to actually care about your employees it's good to know what's their need beyond i mean you should think about them beyond the scope of oh, what they have to offer as just programming and coding and engineering which really sucks sometimes when you don't find it in an environment and honestly like literally this week i was really <laughs> having a, a weird wish i was like i wished i had the management of my first job in this new job because it would have been a perfect combination because i have the best manager on my first job he is the best he's always understanding we're not saying like okay he's always open-minded and stuff but like he's very very understanding you never find a problem with him when you actually need something and he he's always there he's always listening you complains whatever he doesn't give you really that authoritative figure that like kind of dictator okay whatever i say goes so he's open to always listening to to what you have to say but anyway this is out of out of the the the, the subject so it's because it's my last month with the second job and then there is a possibility of maybe being laid off, maybe be staying with the company. And then because I actually witnessed somebody being laid off from this exact company, it kind of like shaked me a bit. And then I'm not going to lie, like I have moments where I'm like, God knows what's going to happen. I don't really know if I'm going to get it or not, but it's... It's something I'm working on because I I think when I got a lot of tasks this weeks, I'm like, it's either I'm going to sit and worry about what's going to happen or I have to do my best and work hard on the tasks that I have, proving that I'm actually worthy of staying in that company. Because worrying is not really going to get me anywhere. I'm just going to be stressed. If I'm stressed, I really cannot work. I can't even focus because my mind is everywhere and just overwhelmed. So I better just focus on what I have. Have a bit of faith in God and in myself that I'm actually worth it and I'm going to do good. And even in worst scenario where I'm going to be laid off, I'm like, at least I tried my best. I didn't sit and just worry about it where I should be working. So there is that. Now, let's come to this exact same kind of notation (laughs) and then take it to my personal life. Now, for the time being, I'm not really looking for a relationship, mainly because emotionally, I'm not ready for it. And I don't have it in me for now to have a relationship, especially with two jobs. It's just going to be a hassle. I don't think anybody that I will be dating or that I might except today it's gonna be okay with my schedule it's pretty messed up and especially with the traveling and double work and because like i can go to office by eight i'm not gonna leave until six or something plus i i don't really want to miss the gym so a lot of this stuff relationship doesn't doesn't fit in it doesn't it doesn't look good you know, it's just like, it's not going to be in harmony for now with whatever is going on in my life. But also because I'm deeply concerned about my judgment. Because I'm like, how am I going to know 
if I say, okay, yes, to this person to go on a date and we talk and everything, and then, I don't know, I just, like, <laughs> have trust issues now, and I have trust issues with my judgment as well. It's not only the other person, it's in me as well, because I'm like, maybe they're all just showing me pretty stuff and being gentle and being nice at the beginning, and later on, they're going to show me the other face, you know? And then also, I'm like, you don't even know. I don't even know yet. I mean, I know what I want. I think, okay, let me rephrase that. I know what I don't want. Okay, that's better. I know what I do not want in a relationship. Mainly from my past relationships and my past mistakes. But the self-doubt is, I don't know. You just start to tell yourself, like, did you even love those people? Because sometimes the way that I just switch off my emotions because I'm hurt makes me start to doubt myself because I'm like, how did I just quickly switch off? How did I just quickly like shut down my emotional <laughs> system? And then, but it's like, you know, how can I say? It's not like, you know, when I think when you put your, your body in a really like, cold temperature and somehow your mind just tried to survive and it just goes on this like survival mode by itself that's exactly how I go and I feel hurt and attacked and insulted I will just go directly into shut up like shut down mode I will look at you straight in the eye and show no freaking emotion whatsoever so it's this things that makes me feel like did I even love them or is this what love is because somehow it it's just like it shifts like your balance because like at some point you start to be like I thought this was love I thought what I had with that person was the perfect relationship or it was you know I did actually reach within the climax of happiness and I was like this is it and Oh God, especially if you had a relationship where you thought, if this person proposed, I would say yes. And like, Lord, and you see the other face of the, the person and like, what the hell was I going to say yes to? Is this what I was going to say yes to? You know? So it's just like, I have to, to, to readjust my, my criteria, my standards, and also I have to start to, trusting my judgment again and I think the only way that I can do that is take myself a bit out of the whole dating scene and the whole relationship shit and just try to enjoy the summer I love summer I actually this summer like I don't know <laughs> I just want to have like I just like to go by the beach have my book have my coffee a donut sometimes and just enjoy the sea and enjoy the sun get a bit of tan I'm reading a book now like it's so good it's just dramatic I mean for the past months I've been I think that past month I read like three books that were just romance this one is just drama and I'm loving it I am loving it I didn't think that I actually could love drama books but I'm intrigued I it's like binge watching series you just want to know what's going to happen you just want to know what the end like what the end of events going to be so that's what i want to do for now no relationships 
and I will just want to focus on work. I want to work on my self-doubt on both areas, hopefully to improve myself, that I'm going to actually be like, okay, you know what, I am actually good for this, or I am worthy of whatever job or whatever partner that I might meet in the future. So there is that. Also, I actually just popped in my head, because don't forget, I recorded this episode like two times now. So there is a point I actually discussed in one of the episodes that got deleted, was that also self-doubt for me in my professional life cost me a lot. And I will explain why. I sometimes used to apply for jobs, okay? And when they actually respond with sending me an interview date or a test assessment or whatever, I will be like, I don't think I have it in me to, I don't think I can do this. Nah. And I just bail on the interview. I don't even fucking take the interview. So why not? I think it took me a lot of effort to be like, you know what, just take the interview. And if something happens, good. If nothing happens, at least you tried. At least you will know, you will gather information about how interviews are in that company. Or at least you will get gather knowledge about how interviews are nowadays because from year to year, they kind of change. So do not let self-doubt, because believe me, self-doubt can, can cause more damage then you trying and failing because at least you tried and you failed. That's that's good. Not trying, oh god, it's it's like it does really hurt because honestly, it really does kill a lot of dreams. Honestly, because the thing is, when you think about it from another perspective, is like sometimes when you are actually busy doubting yourself. And I think this happens to me a couple times, but not at the time when I'm doubting myself. Because, like, I had moments in my life where self-doubt was at its peak. And then later on, either with co-workers or with people or friends, I would hear stuff like they were actually intimidated by me or they were thinking that I got it together or that I am very, you know, I know very well what the hell I'm doing. Which is really funny because, like, can you see like how <laughs> how you will be sitting doubting yourself or other actually are intimidated by your full potential? Like it's just it's just weird and it's funny. So the end of this episode and I wanna end it with the worst enemy to creativity, to success, to greatness, actually, even though that might sound cheesy is self-doubt because you don't even get the chance to try you don't even get the chance to do anything because you are just in this like you're just behind this big wall of self-doubt so unless you're gonna use that self-doubt as a step to put you up and move to the next step and move on in the ladder or just demolish the whole thing all together but please do not let like self-doubt really stop you from doing something that little voice you need to tame it a bit and instead of it speaking to you sometimes you need to 
clue to answer it back. So yeah, this is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's relatable. I hope somebody can relate to the experiences that I've been through either professional life or personal life. And I hope you hear from me soon. And hopefully this time I'm not going to be apologizing for late release. Take care. Bye.